here. It could be uh, the application we made six years ago that was accepted. Could be. Okay, Bokatov. Bokatov, today's daf is daf Peches in Gittin. From the top of the page, the uh, two dots we left off. Chosmu Edim Barosh Hadaf. We said the mission that if the Edim signed at the top, that's no good. You have to sign at the bottom. Like we know, documents are signed at the bottom, indicating the witnesses are signed after what they've read. They're signing on what was written above here. Okay, is that really so that you can't write it at the top or on the side? That's what the mission says. You can't sign. You've got to sign at the bottom of the gate. You can't sign at the top of the bo- or the sides. For Rav Chosimeratzad, Rav used to sign on the side. He used to sign on the side. And he did it. He's a rabbi, right? It says, Listen very carefully. There he signed where the top of his signature, the top of the letters, faced the page. Faced the page. In other words, presumably it was, at, let's say, at a right angle to the text, right? Here's your document, and he signed right over here. But the top of the, of the letters, it was like, um, you know, horizontal. The letters were horizontal. The letters that he signed were horizontal to the text of the get. So therefore, but, but when you say horizontal, it could be horizontal two ways, right? Here we're talking about where the top of his letters, of his signature, were facing the get. So therefore, the, what he's tes- testifying to is to the get. You see, it was the other way around. Let's say he signed it this way. I, uh, um, just let me see if I have a piece of paper or something. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. They, both of his ways perpendicular. But if the top of his letters, your signature, let's say here's the text, right? And the top is facing the, the uh, thing. So then what he's signing on is on the get. Let's say it's the other way around. Let's say the foot of his letters is, yeah. is on the side. So it could very well be that there was another document on the side here. The other side. That, that, that the that signature was on the bottom of that, and he's testifying to that, and it was cut off. Okay. That's when he wants to make a difference. That's, that's what I'm speaking about. Hosnab Chicago, the top of the roof of the letters, was facing the, the words, right, perpendicular, but perpendicular that way, with the letters facing the letter. So if that's the case, if that's the case, let's say you had two gets, and you attach them together, top to top. It says over there, and the Adem are in the middle, they're both no good. Why are they no good? If you're saying that as long as the signature doesn't have to be at the bottom, that's what we're assuming right now. It could be on the side of the top too, as long as the top of the letters is facing the text. So then why do you say that if two gets were adjoined top to top and the Adem are in the middle, it's no good? Wait a minute. The top of the letters presumably was facing one of the two getting, so that should be okay. See which one of them that the signatures, the top of the signatures is facing the Ksav. Says, no. There it's speaking about the two, the two getting were, were, were attached to one another, and the signature in the middle was not, uh, the top of the letters was not facing either one, meaning it was like a bar between them. So you understand, you had the two getting uh, this way, facing one another. And and the get and, and and the signature and you know the text went this way, the text went this way, and you had a bar between them. The bar was the signatures, so the signature wasn't facing either one of them. The top of the signature wasn't facing either one of them. The signatures went from one to the other across. So it could be either. 
So it could, or ne- it could, it's or neither. neither. It's neither because it's not signed directly under or what on the sun. What, what, <coughs> what was it then? What was what? The signature. They were, they, they, the signature might have been, they might have done it, they might have thought, made, they might have made a mistake. They might have thought we can sign it this way. We'll make one signature no, for both. There's no shadow they signed on the gift. There's no shadow. Probably, they probably. It's also, no pos- they it's also possibly they weren't signed on either one of them. They were just, they, you took, you, you cut and pasted signatures from them. It was done professionally, like in the movies where, you know, they know how to make a passport in the bathroom on the airplane and they know how to cut it and make it real nice and it looks like an original. That's what he could have done over here too. We don't know, right? So, um, he made it like a bar. In other words, again, we're, we're maintaining at this point, now it's not going to come out this way, that even if the signature is not at the bottom of the text, with its, you know, in the same order that it reads together with the text, but even if it's on the side or the top, as long as the top of the letters of the, of the signature are next to the text, that it's clear that it's going on that. That's what he says. At the, at the, at the end of the mission, where it said... <coughs> the top of one get right. Rosh Hashanah is bitzad sofel shazet that you, you attach two gittin, but one like one one right beneath the other. The top of this one is facing the end of the other one, like right beneath the other. Vayedim ems and edim in the middle. Esrayedim nikrimo. If the one that the edim are, ri- are are read with, in other words, that they, they looks like it's in line. Let's call that with them, which means presumably the top one. You have a top get and a bottom get, and you've edim in between. So it says if the edim in between. How do you read? How do the Adam read if you're reading the text? They're so going with the top one, right? As you read them, it's at the bottom. That's kosher. I say to me, they can be so for kosher. But if there's a bar, if you're talking about where the two getting are joined, whether it, whether it's face head to top to top or top to bottom, they're joined like a bar between them. Neither one is good either way. So that can't work. It's not ready in line. That's when I say ready in line, meaning you read a, you read a document, the atom is signed at the bottom. If the atom are signed sideways or some other way, it's not ready in line with either one of them. So the answer is you're right. Again, it, has, it doesn't work on the side. Atom cannot sign on the side or at the top, even if it's right next to it, and even if the top. It's got to be at the bottom. That's what we always said. It's got to be the bottom. Now, if you have two getting one below the other, and they're all in line, and you have Adam in between, and, and those Adam are signed, so it looks like they're signed beneath, beneath the top one, that would be good. But what about the whole problem was, what about Rav? Rav signed on the side. The answer is Rav wasn't signing on a get. He was simply signing on plain documents. What does he mean by time? So Rashland that's like a subpoena. He was signed on a subpoena, come to court. That's okay, you could sign it on the side too. But on a get or a star, an IOU, yeah, well, you need just to, you know, like the authority of the best and whatever it was. It's right. It's not, a, it's not a regular document. It's not a deed of some sort. It's not a deed. It's not a bill of sale. It's not a get, whatever. So that's, that's what's going on there. I'm over here. The Mishnah said that if you have, <clears throat> if you have um, uh, the sofer, right? It says, it says, sofer, where, where, is it, where does it say? Ksav sofer the eight is kosher, right? If you have the if you have this if you have the sofa wrote it, you have a good sofa and one eight, it's good enough. Uh, 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 so that's what he says. So Amravir Mir Khasam Sofer Shin, and when he says he wrote it, he also signed it, because otherwise you only have one. That's one that's how Ravir Mir learns. Amravchista, Hamani Rabiskas Rabyosi. Why is it like Rabyosi? Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Because if you don't learn like Rabyosi is the one who says that if you sign a shlich to do something, you could assign him to give a get, you could assign him to take something somewhere. But you can't assign him to tell to make another 
assignment. You can't tell him to tell other people to do it. Now, why does this go like Rabbi Yossi? Because if you don't know like Rabbi Yossi and you can make a sign, we're concerned that maybe the Baal said, the husband said, listen, Yanko, you're my shliach. Go tell that guy to write the get and go tell these other two guys to sign it. Then this wouldn't be good. Why? Because we're afraid. If Number one, you have to hold, not like a bill, so you can hold that's a valid shlichas. But we're afraid the shlich goes to the sofa and says, you, you, you know, write it, you're the chosh of a guy. And then he told one of the agents to sign it, but he was embarrassed because the sofa himself was a chosh of a guy. He's got a long beard and payas and a black hat. So he was embarrassed. So he says, okay, you sign it also. Now that wouldn't be good because he wasn't following the Baal's instructions and the get would be puzzled. So when we say over here that the sofer can sign it together with one aid, it's speaking about not like Rabiosi. Uh, it's speaking like Rabiosi, rather, who holds that you can't assign it to somebody else. You can't tell a shliach to tell somebody else to do something for you. You have to tell, you can tell them to do something, but you can't tell them to tell something to somebody else. They can't carry over the assignment. Therefore, there's no concern here. Therefore, you know that if the sofer signed it, besides writing it, you know that he got a direct instruction from the Baal, and not via a shliach. And that's why it works over here. There was a sort of the ksuba. They recognize the writing, the handwriting, the text of the sofa. They know that's how he writes. And they recognize one of the signatures. They didn't recognize the other one. They wanted to say, okay, that's what Amisha says. Ksav Sofer Ve'ed is kosher, right? That's all you need. We recognize the Ksav Sofer and the Eid. When we said that one, the Sofer can write it and one Eid is good enough, like Moshe said, it's going like Rav who said, no. <coughs> it's not something enough for the Sofer to write it. He must also sign it. You need two signatures. Why does his signature work? Because we hold like Rabiosi that it couldn't be, he couldn't have signed it unless the Baal told him to sign it. Because if it would be, um, if it would be uh, by a shliach, then there is a concern. If you hold not like Rabiosi, you can the shliach can, can instruct them what to write and what to sign. You're concerned that maybe the shliach will say, "Listen, he's a sofer. I'm going to tell him he's not harsh enough to sign, and he might not follow the instructions of the husband. It wouldn't be a good get." The Mishas also said, "Let's say you don't use Ruvain ben Yaakov." You just use Ruvain uh, Singer or Ruvain Schwartz or whatever. If you use the surname, that's also a way of describing the name. And that's not considered what we call Shinu Shem Mushmo, that if you change the name, it's an invalid yet. It's a valid yet. Is that the word Avos? His mind is blotted out. I think it's Avos Begitten. Adiodorus is until 10 generations. Meaning, if you used any name, it wasn't like today where, you know, you always, the father's name always gets carried down. You know, Simon is Simon, and, uh, you know, it goes down. In those days, it was, it was, things weren't flimsy. In fact, they only started, we know, with surnames properly in, in, in Euro, Eastern Europe in the 1400s, and some countries even later. Uh, you know, Franz Josef made all the Jews take all those names in, in uh, Hungary. That's why the Hungarians have simple names like Schwarz, Weiss, you know, uh, uh, Kurz, uh, right, or uh, Lang, or... Names like that, you know, that are right, right, simple because the Hungarians can't, uh, couldn't deal with uh, multi-syllabic syllabic names. Anyway, but those names were all taken later on, you know. There was a guy in St. Louis, Joe Halbfinger. You know, his name is Halbfinger. That was his name. He had a five finger. So they took names later on. But here, these names that they did have some surnames before, but they weren't in such common use. So he says you can use that. Any surname that, that, that was used in your family even 10 generations back is kosher. Let's say they was, it was used eight generations ago. They were known by uh, Cornblit or some other name. Hmm? Not. 
Nafcha, whatever, yeah. Right? The name that, as long as it was used within the last 10 generations, it's kosher. You can't say that he changed his name. Rabbi Shimon says, no, only three generations. Kosher, says kosher. Afterwards, it's possible. It's not good, it's not the name. Who does this scholar of Chini say? Begitten, Ad Gimel does only for three generations. Obviously, Kamaik Rabbi Shemulazar goes like Rabbi Shemulazar only three generations. Amr Afuna, Maikar, what's the source of this in the Pasik, the three generations? Pasik says, Ki Solid Bani, Muvnei Bani, Mno Shantem Baritz. It says, if you have children and children of children, that's three generations. You and your children, your children, that's three generations. And then it says, so now we're going to get into the Chorban because that's the beginning. This is what we say in Vashanan. On Tishabav, Tishabav laning in the morning is Kisolid Bonim Bonim. When you have children, and you will stay a long time, you will like overstay your welcome, Baaretz, and then you start doing bad, Avodazara, and then it says you'll be destroyed. Omra Vishuv and Levi. Lochar Veretzisrol, Veretzisrol was only destroyed, was only destroyed after Acha of Duba Zayn Bate Dinim Avodazara. Until Rashi explains this to me, there were seven families in the in the Malche Israel who, uh, families, they were all individual families, he doesn't count the Malchai Yehuda, because that was really all one family, they all came from David, but in, among the Malchai Israel, the other, the, the um, whatever you call it, the Israelite um, um, kingdom, uh, until the seven families there did, of, of the Avodah Rashi says there were actually more, but if they didn't do work, uh, they didn't uh, do a full year, it wasn't counted, and even though we're going to count Achav, Omri, his father was counted, yeah? Uh, they're, they're the most successful in Avodah right? These are the best ones, right? Yeah, best ones. Who are they? Yeravim ben the famous Yeravim ben Nevat, Chotim Achzram, Basha ben Achiyav, Achav ben Omri, that's the famous Achav and his father Omri. Didn't, uh, didn't our good friend, uh, uh, our past uh, Prime Minister, Sharon, didn't he name his son Omri? You know, Omri, it's Omri. Yeah, it's a common name. It's amazing. I know Frank Nimrod, and people give names of Rasham. Surprised yeah. they don't name Haman or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, Lot. Lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's the name of the Polish airlines, right? Right. V'yehu ben Nimshi, Upekach ben Royo, Menachem ben Gadi, Boshia ben Elo. All these seven were evil kings. Okay, Shenemar. What's the source of Pesach? They only did have. Only Hashem only brought the destruction after these seven Shenemar. Umelo Yoledas Hashiva. Woe unto this uh, one who gave birth to the seven uh, families, so to speak. You know, it's very sad. Nafcha Nafsha. Her soul has gone out. Her son, her, her son, her son has set at midday. Bosha v'chafra, she's embarrassed and shamed, etc. Okay, that's the source of the Pasuk, those seven. That's when the Chorban came. How do you see this on a Pasuk, that it took seven generations, seven different families until this happened? Also based on this Pasuk. Kisolid, that's one. Bonim is two. Bnei is another two. Bonim is another two. That's how you get seven, seven families. Omer of Kana Ravasi, Rav. I don't understand. I just understand the Pasukim here. What it says by Hashem he did it bad. Not like the other ones before him. He wasn't as bad as those guys. You know what I mean? Like you say, you know, his brother was worse. You know, he wasn't as bad as he was bad, but he wasn't that bad. But then it says, all of Allah Then the Goyim came up, the Assyrians came up, and they took him over. So I understand what's the juxtaposition over here. If you're saying he wasn't so bad, so why did like the Chorban come when he wasn't so bad? Let the Chorban come on the guys who were worse. Who had earlier set up guards, remember, that he didn't allow the Jews to come to Ola regularly. He would prevent them from coming, guards, officers. 
Shea was a good guy, he came in, he was Mavatlam. So you think it was okay, he was Mavatlam. They still didn't come up. In other words, they stopped coming. They were so bad in his generation, that even when he took away the guards, they didn't want to come up. In other words, he didn't scold them. Right? He didn't tell, he didn't help at, at all. He just knew that you didn't have to have guards anymore. For those years, they didn't go, they'll go into captivity. In other words, that's why Hashem said that he wasn't as bad because he didn't put guards up there. It was worse because he took away the guards and they still didn't want to come. And he didn't do anything about it. It says, Hashem was diligent. Hashem took care to do this quickly. On, on, bring the evil of and he brought the evil upon us. Hashem is righteous. How does that go together? Because Hashem is such a tzaddik, therefore he hurried to give us to bring the evil upon us. Hashem did stuck with us. The final golos of the first, first bias, second bias, was was when. This, the, 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 when, he, when he brought the Golas of Tzitkiyo, which was the final Golas, Vadayin Golas Yechonya Kayemis, Yechonya was still there. What does that mean? That the, the, we came into Eretz Yisrael in the year 2488. 2488 is when they came into Eretz Yisrael, right? They, it was 400 years. Uh, 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 Avraham Avinu was born in 1948. Interesting, it's the same as our thing. He was born in 1940 in the Jewish calendar. His, he, how old was he when Yitzhak was born? A hundred, right? So Yitzchak was born in twenty eighty-eight, in twenty forty-eight, twenty forty-eight, twenty forty-eight. Then, in twenty forty-eight, then we know that there was four hundred years, right, from the time of Yitzchak. Remember, they're only due. They're only two hundred ten years at all. But the, from the birth of um, uh, of, uh, of of Yitzchak, right? So they were uh, they were there till. Uh, 20 until uh, 2448. That's when they left Egypt, 2448. They were 40 years in the Midbar. They came into Eretz Yisrael in 2488. 2488. Now, they came into Eretz Yisrael in 88. Then, of course, they went through, uh, you know, the Batei Migdash, etc., right? The, the Shlomo built his base of Migdash. And then we had the other one. And then, what do we have? We have here, um, we have here, uh, the, the, I mean, his base, uh, the, his, you know, years later, he built the base of Mikdash. So from the year 2488 until the first Gullus, when Sitkiyo was killed and all that, that's exactly 850 years. Comes out in 3338, do the math, 2488, that came into Eretz Yisrael, till the year 3338, I have a book here, I don't remember this about that, 3388, they, they, they were sent into Gullus. However, Eleven years before the final Gullus, the, the Gullus had begun, and Yechanya, who was also called Yoyachim, was taken in Gullus with all the rabbis. All the rabbis were sent into Gullus, into Bavel, eleven years before. Eleven years before, right. The eleven years before. But, what? The craftsman. The, well, good. It's called craftsman. The literal translation is craftsman. Now we're going to see that. Now, the Pasuk says, again, let's look inside the Gemara. Hashem did a good, great, he was very righteous with us. When he put which was like he hurried it to bring it, the rabbis who had exited, who had gone to Bevel 11 years before with Yechonia, there was a thousand rabbis, they were still around. They were there just 11 years. They had established yeshivas and shuls and mikvahs, etc. 
Yamas, the Chsibbe Begolus Yechonya, Hechorosh Vamazger Elef, the craftsmen and the smiths were a thousand, that's what you said. Why is it called craftsmen? Because it's like a deaf person. They were like they were called when they opened their mouths. Everybody was like dumb. When they opened their mouths, they were such great people you couldn't answer them. Right? Try going to Rav Asher Shir. See if you want to ask a question. But you keep your mouth shut. Right? Because when they start talking, you don't you know you don't ask questions. Right? Mazger Kivan Shasogrin. Once they finish the topic, they're not taking a day. You know they don't answer the questions or they can't answer the questions. If they finish. You don't ask anymore, right? Even Shesogu and Shuvan Post, nobody discusses it. If they can't give an answer, nobody else discusses it. Rashi says, Aloha, Shaheim Sog, Askurim, Bam, Shaheim Yodim. If they don't know the answer, don't give it a shot. We don't know. It's Sarachin Gadol. Kama, how many were there? Elif. So therefore, he says that that was the Chesed. What do you mean Hashem hurried the destruction, hurried it? He did you a favor. Because you went into Gullus, you, the masses, went into Gullus while the rabbis were still alive. They had only gone 11 years before. Had they waited another couple of years, it would have been too late. What's another couple of years? Vinoshantem. As Ula says, Ula said, Ula, Mashihiktim, Shtate, Shadim, Lenoshantem. Because it was only 850 years, as I said, from 2488 to 3388. 33 was 850 years, and that was the Gullus, the first Gullus. They went into Gullus then. Had he waited two more years, they would have all been destroyed. Why? Because the Pusik says, Michael, if you'll be no shantem, no shantem is gematria 852. Had you stayed in the land 852, you would have been gone. You would have been totally destroyed. So, the, so Ula says that the chesed was not simply that he got us out of there you know, while the uh, rabbis were still there so they could, uh, the yeshivas and the shuls and the rabbis would still be around to teach us. But the, the, the chesed was that he, got, he sent us away before we were utterly destroyed 850. Had we been in the land 852 years, the curse in Veschadon would have come true. With the, all the Avodah going on, we would have been destroyed utterly. So Hashem took us out after 850 years, before the 852. You know, you don't want to cut it too close by 851. So, so he cut us at 850 years to save us, literally. Amar Rav Acha Bar Yaakov on the next page. Shmami no, you see from here, that when Hashem says Mehera by God, fast is Mari de Mari Alma Tim the Mei of Acham Shem Tatem. Because what the pasuk says, Ki Salid Mani Mufanei Mani Menoshantem Baritz Vishchatem. Masi Sam Pesut Musvazi Sam Arav. Ki Avo Tovedun Maher. You will be destroyed quickly. What's quickly? You just said it's Menoshantem 852 years. So by Hashem, 852 years is pretty quickly, as we say. Ki Elif Shana Menecha. What's a thousand years by Hashem? It's like nothing. It's like a day pass. It's like a drop in the bucket. So 852 years is mamish fast. So you see that that's lost by Hashem. 850 years is fast. Now, here's a big question. Can you force somebody to give a gift? No, you may not. We know that that's a problem. However, if the rabbis force her because he's a Kohen and she's a Grusha, or she never had a divorce before and he's, you know, she's married to this guy now, then they force him out. When Ha'alacha says, Yotzi, you have, to, you have to leave the marriage. That's the rabbis forcing him. So get Musa Israel. If the Jewish courts did it, because they did it, Ka'alocha, you're supposed to, that's kosher. Well, let's say Goyim forced him to divorce. Puzzle. It's no good. Let's say, let's say the Jewish court says to do it, but they are not empowered. They have no policemen. There's no, they didn't have a tzah befall in those days, right? And the Goyish courts enforces a Jewish edict. That's okay. That's okay. If the if Jewish court says they have to divorce him, and basically the Goyesha court is simply the whip, then it's okay. But if a Goyesha court says you've got to divorce, force them to divorce, it's not a good divorce. 
What does it mean it's not good? Is it not good at all? See in the Gemara. If the Jewish court forced him to do it because the halacha is he has to divorce her because they're not married properly, or it's a, let's say it's a mom's or whatever, it's kosher. Shalokadin, if it was Shalokadin, the Jewish court didn't do it properly. Puzzle, puzzle. It's not a proper get. She can't get married with it. However, puzzle to a Kohen because Reach again. Because there's a Reach again. That's good puzzle. And then the Gemara says, Kedin, Puzzle, Uposa. Listen to this. In our mission, we just said Puzzle. Here he says, if they did it Kedin, meaning that he, by Din he was supposed to divorce him, even the guy said, listen, she's a married woman or you're a mom's or something like that. Kedin, Puzzle, Uposa. Shalom Kedin, if it was not based on a halacha, they just, I'm forced him to do it. I feel a Reach again, but it's nothing. It's just a piece of paper. It's toilet paper. It's not even Reach again. So the Gemara says, Manav I understand. If they could, if they're in the parsh, they can force do it. It's kosher. Now it's kosher. Why did you say it's possible? Of it's possible that it possibles. Like it's a, it's at least a reach get. I understand. If they're capable of giving a divorce, they're, if they force you to give a, a divorce, even kalacha, it should be kosher. Why do you say it's possible? And if they're not capable of it, it's not possible. It shouldn't be possible at all. So what's this business? It's possible by going. Why? Why do you say by the Jews? If it's proper, then it's a good get. By the Goyim, even if you did it properly, it's still puzzle. And yet it's puzzle. I understand. Are they in the parsha? Not in the parsha. Even if the Goyim forced you to give a get that they did it based on a reasoning, it's also kosher. Why do they say it's puzzle? Every Jewish girl who wants out of her marriage will just go find some guy, Clyde, or some ruffian or Rambo, and say, listen, here's a few bucks. And uh, force the get. Force the Force my husband to give me a get. So, so to avoid that, they said it's possible. Um, she'll get it, she'll get out of the marriage that way. She can't force the Jews, but she'll pay a guy to do it. If that's the case, right? Israel. So if that's the case, if it's Shalokadin. By Jews, it also shouldn't be reach yet, because, right? And it should be like shalokin Yisrael. In other words, why do you say yachi shalokin? Now, if you reach yet, ain't bo. But how is shalokin Yisrael? Why do Why do you say that if it's shalokin? If you say goimer in the parsha, and they could force you to do it in Torah, they could force you to. Do it. But the rabbi said it's possible because we don't want Jewish girls to go and uh, take cover among the guy. They'll give them a thousand dollars and they'll force the, they'll force the husband to go. If that's the case, then why do you say if it's shalokin? There's not even a reach yet. It should be like the Shlokadin of Israel, and it should be possible. It's not red, it should be possible. It should be possible. Umefsalami lives such possible from a coin. You can't say that Minatora, a guy, can force him to give a get. The guy, are not in the Parsha. And a get Musa by Goyim doesn't count at all. If it counts, then even Shlokadin should count something. But time Amai Kadai, why do we say that if it's Kadin, in other words, if it was based on a real fact, the guy should want it possible. It's possible, but it possibles her. Umay kedin, bekedin di Yisrael. Umay kedin Yisrael. Why? Umay kedin. The time of my, rather. Bedusi. The time of my. Kedin, bekedin di Yisrael. Mechlef. If you say that the re, there's really men Torah of a guy forced her to give a get, it's not a get at all. But we're afraid if he gave her a get because she deserves to, because let's say he's a mamzer, or she was married before without a proper get or something, so it, we're afraid that if you say that Kedin, it's not a get. So by Kedin Yisrael, you also say it's not a get, and that's not the case. If the, if the Jewish court gives her a get 
kitin. You have to get you, based on based on a fact that she's supposed to leave the marriage. It's taka good get. So therefore, we said by going, they do it also. It's enough of a get that it apostles her. It's not a kosher get, but apostles. That's what we said. It's not a good get, but at least apostles. It's got something. So we're because why? Because we're afraid if you say that if a guy forces her, it's not going to be get. You'll say by a Jewish court also, it doesn't count. But shalokadin, but kadin yisrael mechlav. But that's already exerit exerit. If a guy did it shalokadin, you're not worried that by a kadin it's going to that by that you're going to mix it up with a kadin of Israel, because that's already exerit exerit. Rashi says shalokadin davi kachav mekadin yisrael mechlav. V'yamet mechlav bek shalokadin. So be fine, but maybe shalokadin guy will mix up with shalokadin yisrael. V'aslam shalokadin yisrael nami lo pasul. V'amleil the pasul says he goof exerit. In other words, shalokadin by a Jewish court doesn't really work, right? But we said it pasul's because you know it's like reich get right. I'm not going to show get a muslim yisrael kadin kasher shalokadin pasul pasul. Meaning it's not really a good get, but it pasul's. Because it's reach again. So the rabbi said it's also like reach even though we found reach again as the raisa. But in this case, it, it, smell, it smells bad enough. But that's already a drabunan. So you're not going to paskin that shalokadin by a goy, which is a, a gzeir on a gzeir, we're not going to do. In other words, the real get that's only good is if a Jewish court says, you're a mamzer, you've got to get out of the marriage. And they force you, that's a kosher get. Everything else is not a kosher get. But they said, okay, if shalokadin, if they, even if they did it and it wasn't for a real reason, also it's, it apostles you. But shalokadin by a goy would be a gzeira to gzeira. Kadin by a goy is gzeira. It's not gzeira to gzeira. It's gzeira to the, to the kadin of Yisrael, which is a daraisa. But shalokadin by a goy would only be gzeira to gzeira, and therefore there's no concern. Therefore we say it's not even reach again. Abayi Ashkel Rabbi Yosef. Abayi and Rabbi Yosef both lived in Chutzlaretz, where the rabbis were not ordained. Or does Yosef become asagit? He said he's forcing him to do again. He saw that Abai, that Rav Yosef was taking part in a bezin there, forcing it. Amalev Anan, Hediotis Anan. We are only Hediotis. We don't have smicha. The time we learn, wherever you found, like courts, Goyesha courts, gatherings, even if they have the same laws that we have, you can't use Goyesha courts. You can't resort to Goyesha courts. It's also Shanema. In front of the Jewish guys, you could put, not in front of the Goyim. Lifname beloved the Kavim, Dover Acher, Lifname beloved the It's got to be Lifname before Jewish uh, properly ordained rabbis, judges, not Ediotas. So we can't judge it. So how are you doing this? Amalei, Anan Shlichusayu Kavdinan. We are simply the messengers. We're not really doing it on our own. We are messengers of the Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael. Now, that's what Bezdin, Bezdin Yisrael assigned us to be messengers to take care of this particular get or each get that they have. Just like how do they paskin? You don't need three mumcha in the Gemara says in Sanhedrin for, uh, to, to judge a case where a guy said, oh, you owe me money. I said, no, I don't. Then we have two Adam said that you admitted you owed the money, so you got to pay, right? Or a halva, just saying that uh, even if he doesn't admit it, saying we saw you lend the money, that's good. How is that possible? How can they be, they're not ordained, right? So it's just, so we're, the answer is we're, we're, we're shlichim for that. The Bezinets Israel appointed us to be shlichim for gittin like this case when we have to assign again, and for odos and halvos. Apparently they did. They were. They were. They were. There was smicha they had. Yeah, smicha. No, nobody has. We don't have. Nobody has the smicha today. The smicha that they have today is just. Uh, you know, it just doesn't. It doesn't count. We're talking about smicha uh, from Moshe Rabbeinu went on. You know, without without. Uh, if that's the case, why don't why in Chutzlarts were in Bubble were they not allowed to be judges of stealings and damages? Right. 
more things which are more common. Lending money, that's more common. In other words, the things are not shrich, that there are not so many Jewish burglars or stealers, right? Or damagers, not so many Jewish people hurt one another, that's less shrich, and therefore they didn't appoint us to be shlichim there. Let's say there was a reputation. Yeah, but let's, let's just finish Gemara. We're not going to finish. We're not going to finish. Let's say, let's say she had a, 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 a call went out in the city, you know, a rumor went out in the city that she's married, that a girl's married. She's considered married, meaning we don't allow her to marry without a divorce. Because we heard a, we heard a rumor that she's married. Now it's not simply rumor. The Gemara will say there was a wedding and they were singing and there was cake and everything like that. You know. So then if there's a there's a thing. Then you have to even though you don't know there's a ring. You don't know if there's no item to the wedding. But there was rumors that she got married. You don't let her get married without a divorce. Let's say uh, let's say a call went out that she was divorced. Harazim aggression. She's divorced. Now the Gemara is going to say, what do you mean? She says a rumor went out. Where the item, etc. Right? You need item. That's only if there's no excuse. In other words, there's no qualification to this rumor. If, if, if there's an excuse, if there's, an, if there's a qualification rumor, of course it's not. Let's say, yeah, there was a rumor that this guy divorced his wife, but on a condition. Oh, there's your, there's your qualification right there. Was the condition met? If the condition wasn't met, there's not even, uh, not even considered a valid rumor, and, you wouldn't, uh, and she wouldn't be answered to her husband, even if it's a coin, Zarkla Kedusha. Or in the case of Kedusha, let's say he threw her the Kedushan, the, the, the money or the Ashtar. Savakar of Lossar, you're not sure if it's closer to him, closer to him. Zuya Maslam. Now she says it could be reversed also. You could say, same by Gerushan, that you threw the Gerushan, you're not sure if it's closer to. And by the Kedushan, it could have been Al Tanai. So all these things, that's only, you, know, you only listen to the rumor if it wasn't with some condition. Pigmar Vaslina, I understand. You say that, and uh, she's divorced, you know, if there's a rumor went out that she's divorced, She's already ushered to her husband. You know, she's divorced, meaning that she can't stay married to husband. You assume that she's a divorced woman. If she's married to her husband, you know, listen to her. If she was never married, and there's a rumor that she was divorced, okay, then we'll, you know, if there's a rumor she got married, then we'll assume there's a, there's a we have as a chashash. But if a woman's married already, for example, let's say a woman wasn't supposed to get married, but she did get married, right? And there was a rumor or whatever. So, so you, if she's married already, you don't listen to the rumor. If you have evidence, you got proof, it's different. But if you don't, only a rumor, you don't listen to it. So here it's just going to be a rumor, and she's married already to the guy you're going to throw out of her husband who's a coin. It's the same case. If a rumor went out about this single girl that she's married, let's say the rumor went out that she both got married and divorced, not a woman that we know is married. Now, we're talking about not in a case like if a woman you know is married, and there's a rumor she's divorced. Any proof, any item, any debt? No. Just a rumor? You're not going to force her out of her husband, even if he's a going. But if there's a rumor that she got married and divorced, the same woman, we heard she got married, we heard she got divorced, then we consider a divorce, and she can marry anybody. And we're not talking about a going, we're talking about she's, she's much to marry, because we don't know that for sure she was married or she was divorced. The same rumor that says that she's married, such as my time, it's a call and it's nullification or it's neutralization right with it. Here you said there's a rumor. I heard she... I heard uh, you were in Vegas and you got married and you got divorced. Okay, that's, you know, right, she's married. She can get married and get divorced. If you knew she was married, you don't, you don't let her go out just based on a, on a rumor. What were you going to say now? Here's a, the, the note that yeah, yeah, you yeah. showed me, um, at least Tolstoy said there were yeah. two opinions there, that it isn't a real shlichus yeah. that of uh, people. It, it's kind of like an inherited thing. Yeah, right, right. Oh, from then. Ah, 